where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. All right, all right, all right. This is Matthew McConaughey filling in for Gregory. Sorry, that was way too hectic. The all right, all right, all right was decent from Days and Confused. <laughs> this is Gregory from doing a concurrent episode of Femaleistic Health Apothecary and The Awakened Man. And I thought we would do a follow up to the episode I did on STDs last week and talk about Michael Douglas giving too much cunnilingus. Now, clearly, from that opening, This is not an episode for children. I doubt anyone listens to this podcast with children around, but it's going to get graphic. We're going to talk about HPV. Now, we've talked about HPV last week, and I actually believe we've done an episode on something related to this way back in the last three, four years. But I thought it's good mentioning because, as I've mentioned before in The Awakened Man, STD. STDs are the scourge of the fornicators. If we were all chaste and virginal until we got married, no one would be transmitting STD. They wouldn't. And I talked about last time, last week, how a lot of STDs are symptomatic and some are asymptomatic. And you don't know that you have them and you're giving them to other people. So it's almost better to have symptomatic issues and that you can get it treated if it's a bacterial issue. But HPV, so Michael Douglas, all of you guys know who this is. My generation knows Michael Douglas as the stud of how many movies in the 80s and 90s where he's just banging younger broads, Wall Street. He's like the alpha male rich man of all those movies. Fatal Attraction, Disclosure, all these movies. The boy was betting a lot of women back in the day. And then he saw, this is the this is the story I remember hearing when Zeta Jones broke out in the late 90s. He saw Mask of Zorro, or The Legend of Zorro, I forget which is the first one. That was Zeta Jones' breakout role, and he's like, I'm going to marry that woman. And he did. And it's a testimony to SMV, right? He is one of the most famous movie stars from a movie family. And he sees a beautiful, and Zeta Jones was breathtaking. Even though at that point, she was already like 28. She's breathtaking. He's like, yeah. She's mine. And from her point of view, high SMV man, not only money, but status, knew it could help her career. And what it was what was he looking for? If if she was the fat waitress at Dairy Queen, of course he's not looking at her. It's beauty, right? This is time immemorial. Status driven wealthy man picks beautiful woman. Beautiful woman picks status driven men, right? This is the way it's always worked. So they've been together 20 years. They have a daughter and a son. The daughter's going to be beautiful. I think she's still a teenager, but she's quite striking as well. He came out about four years ago when he came out with throat cancer and said he got it from doing too much cunnilingus, which, of course, is is the Latin term for a man going down on a woman. Now, at the time when he said this, 
They're like, what, what, what? And then he kind of retracted and apologized. But the studies have been coming out very strong uh, in the last, certainly in the last 20 years. The other big momentum thing for this was Monica Lewinsky and the Lewinsky scandal. Now, that was fellatio. But that kind of brought to light the rainbow parties that were going on in the late 90s. That was a big, I wouldn't say it was a big phase, but you, you definitely read about it in the newspaper about college kids going to parties, girls wearing different lipsticks, and then fellating boys, and then the you know the phallus would be different colored. And so it's not like people weren't fellating and doing cunnilingus before 1998. Of course they were, so all through time. I mean, Justinian and Theodora. Theodora was a prostitute. Justinian was a 6th century Byzantine Empire, and Theodora was a prostitute. And she's reputed to have said, I don't have enough holes in my body to pleasure, to, to pleasure men. So clearly, I mean... <laughs> And and St. Paul talks about all through the epistles, all the sexual immorality that's going on in pagan temples and so forth. And that's why he's exhorting the new Christians not to do those things. But in terms of recent times, I think you look at Bill Clinton and then you look at Michael Douglas. And the studies are pretty clear. So let, let's get to the studies and then, of course, we can make some tongue-in-cheek references. About 70% of oral pharyngeal cancers, cancers of the back of the throat, base of the tongue, and tonsils are caused by HPV, says the Center for Disease Control. I ain't making this up. This is CDC. HPV is the most commonly transmitted infection in the U.S. I talked about that last week. Of more than 100 types, about 40 can spread through direct sexual contact to genital areas as well as the mouth and throat. About one dozen types of HPV cause cancer, so most don't. A hundred, there's a hundred different types, and then we can talk about this with cervical cancer as well. We've talked about it before, and uh, we talked about it in the episode we did on, on how you shouldn't give your tween daughters the HPV vaccine. This is like an episode I did three years ago. So many of us are exposed to human papillomavirus, but our immune system will knock them out. But there are certain strains that can lead to cancer, and for women, it could be cervical. But also it can be oral. So oral and pharyngeal. The pharynx is your throat. It's divided into three parts. Nasopharynx, which is the throat behind the nose. The oropharynx, which is, ah, you can see the uvula hanging. And then the laryngopharynx, which is inferior to that. And that's where your your throat's going to end and it's going to break off into your, your esophagus and your larynx and your trachea, eventually your trachea. So... HPV can cause these types of cancers, and we've known since the 80s about it causing cervical cancer in women. Certain strands, again, certain strands. This is why women are supposed to be doing pap smears. Tea break. But a lot of people don't think about, like, when you're when you're doing the uh, the jobs, and, you know, I love Curb Your Enthusiasm, and there was an episode where Larry Davis, like, uh, again, this is not for kids, but blowjobs. Why are they called a job? Why why is it so difficult? Why is it hard? They, they they give it a bad rep. It's not supposed to be a job. It's supposed to be something fun. <laughs> and then his best friend is age. It's like, well, actually, you know, you know, it's probably not fun for women. And he's like, yeah, it's probably not fun. But we don't really think about what kind of lingus and fellatio can lead to getting throat cancer. So when Michael Douglas came out about this, it was kind of it was kind of shocking that he was so open about it. But let's keep going here. Let's let's go. We're gonna go to the Cleveland Clinic here. You might be surprised to learn that sexually transmitted virus, HPV, is also the leading cause of throat cancer, and it spreads person to person. Though oral cancers have been linked to smoking, especially dip, don't be doing dip, 
Head and neck surgeon Brandon Brendis, MD, says current research shows that HPV is directly related to some throat cancers. In fact, these cancers are on the rise and soon will outpace new cervical cancer cases. That's not good. According to the CDC data, there are 18,000 new cases of throat cancer diagnosed annually that are potentially related to HPV. 18,000. About 10% of men and 4% of women have oral HPV. But only 1% have the particular type associated with throat cancer, HPV-16. So this is the one that Douglas might have. So look, men have double the rate of oral HPV. That's fascinating. That, that I just think of genitalia, cunnilingus, and fellatio. And I just think of, why do men have double that? Shouldn't women have double that? Because it's going deeper in their throat than the tongue? I don't know. That's strange. But who am I to doubt? The CDC. What are the risks? The number one risk in contracting oral HPV and developing HPV-related throat cancer is what? You know it. Fornicating. Having multiple sexual oral partners. Having a high number of partners increases the risk for both men and women. Now, clearly, I mean, if you enjoy oral sex, condoms would help. And then the dental dam. <laughs> for kind of language. You can use the dental dam. Who uses the dental dam? But you could. I mean, that does offer you protection, of course. Women experience less HPV-related throat cancer, researchers say, because they may have developed an immunological response to fight off cervical cancer. Men don't have the same immunity. Well, there you go. That explains it. Smoking also raises the risk of developing throat cancer and decreases the response to treatment in patients that are diagnosed with HPV-related throat cancer, says the doctor. You're at greatest risk if you smoke at least a pack a day for 10 years. Okay, so if you're doing a little licky-licky and you're smoking, not good. How do you limit your risk? Dr. Prendes, the lead of, uh, author of this study, gives you five tips. All these are very obvious. Limit your number of sexual partners. Right? That makes sense. You guys are in your 20s. Don't pump and dump. I tell you, this is fornicating. It's not right. Just... If you're going to marry, go to the episode. If you have to marry, marry young. If you have to marry, these are the traits you should look for. Go back about 100 episodes to the 30 red flags you must know before marrying somebody. Vet, 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 vet. Okay, vet that person. Number two, according to him, get children and young adults vaccinated. For males and females between 9 and 45 Three-round HPV vaccine can ward off HPV. Okay, so go to that episode, but I'll, I'll mention here. So the Gardasil only protects you from some of the strands that can cause cervical cancer or throat cancer. Not all of them. Plus, the lead, the lead author in the main doctor who was pushing Gardasil retracted later on and said, do not give these vaccines to your children because it was causing premature ovarian ovarian failure. So there's some girls that just, you know, they got it at 12 and then they never ovulated. So we talked about that episode. It was big about 10 years ago here in Texas because our, our governor at the time who ran for president later, Governor Perry, was trying to make it mandatory for all girls to get it. And then you found out later Shocking, he had connections to the drug company that made the vaccine. Like it says in First Timothy, love of money is the root of all evil. Number three, get screened. Yeah, well, of course, this makes sense for women to get pap smears, but for your neck, right? Uh, I had a, I had a friend who had uh, throat cancer, 
And, you know, you, your lymph nodes will get swollen up. And your doctor, when you go in for the checkup, always touch your, your throat. Inspect your mouth. Look for anything that's dis, discolored and irregular shaped. Visit your dentist because they can notice some things that are wrong. Limit your smoking and alcohol. Why? Because smoking and alcohol are type 1 carcinogens, according to the International Agency Research on, can- on Cancer. No matter what cancer in your body, you have a much higher chance of getting that cancer if you smoke and drink alcohol. What should you look for? Neck mass and swelling, ear pain. I think the ear pain is because there's a tube, these station tubes that connect your pharynx to your ears. Maybe that's why. Painful swallowing. That makes sense. I'll call that dysphagia. Snoring. Difficult eating. Vocal changes, sore throat, and large lymph nodes. So guys, look, I mean, we, we can make we can make jokes about this. And look, certainly some of you back in your wilder days might have done a lot of the oral. And there's not much you can really do about it. <laughs> Prophylactively, I'm sure there's things you could probably do about it. Strengthen that immune system. Because I mentioned before, a lot of HPVs are knocked out by the immune system. So taking high doses of D and C and zinc and glutathione probably wouldn't hurt. Of course, I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to anything I'm saying. So I don't get sued for giving medical advice. No, I'm not giving you personal medical advice. But either way. Uh, so if, if you guys did a lot of this later in the, in the past, well, there's not really much you can do about it aside from watch for symptoms. If you are fornicating, of course, you should get tested every time you get a new partner because that way if you do develop something, you'll know exactly in what window you got it with which partner and then you can figure out if she gave it to you, you gave it to her or what, well, and you can have that uncomfortable conversation. But that's something that you do need to address is that if you are mature enough, to fornicate, and to do the nasty, you do need to get tested. You do need to do that. That's important. That's the responsible thing to do. But as a whole, guys, I want you to know about this. I want you to be careful. If you are going to fornicate and still do the the licky-licking, the oral, and all these things, use protection. Oh, it doesn't feel as good. Well, you know what doesn't feel good? Getting cancer and it metastasizing and spreading all over your body and dying. So that doesn't feel good either. So Use protection, but ultimately my, my general overall exhortation to all men and women who are listening to this is stop fornicating. It's endangering your soul, and it's endangering your health. And if a person really likes you, oh, come on, baby, if you love me, you'll do this. No, that's selfish love. In a retrospect, I mean, you can see this. Anyone who's having sex outside of wedlock is a selfish love because you're not doing it to please them because you're, you're doing it at the risk of your own soul and the risk of their soul, if you're convincing them. What does Christ say? It's better to have a millstone wrapped around your neck and throw it in the ocean than to cause one of my little ones to sin. He's not talking about children. He's talking about us, the sheep. So when you come on, baby, you know you want it. Or you girls, same thing. You're, you're doing more damage. So true love is caring and respecting the other person's body, their wishes, but also their soul. So try to be chaste as long as you can and go to that episode either be chased or married anything in the middle is endangering your soul all right guys take care please post an honest review if you appreciate my content there's two links in the episode notes one's for paypal if you appreciate my content please donate five ten dollars to defray the cost of hosting this on the server because i don't make any money from this and there's also a link for naturopathic earth you can check out the, the articles and all the podcasts from the three feeds are over there And, of course, the three feeds, please follow and subscribe. Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which comes out every Wednesday. Now, in the last, like, two months, it's concurrent with an Awakened Man episode. But that's okay. 
And then also Confessions of an Obese Child, which I do need to do a new episode on because I haven't done one in some time. All right, guys, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needum. Until next time.